Her name's Veronica, and she is proud to be back in the studio for Nerds and Luxury. There's Sosa, Montego, and Cedro the Bear. Mr. Wise, the white guy, it's true love they share. They talk all kinds of shit and tales of fuckery. Prepare to laugh out loud, it's Nerds and Luxury. <laughs> Welcome to Nerds and Luxury. Nerds in Quarantine. Thank you. Um, <laughs> old habits die hard. Old habits die hard. When you There's not going to be a whole lot of luxury left mm-mm, for a little while. Nah, not at all. Right. Um, as I sit here and I'm like, well, let me wrap myself in my McQueen blanket and and throw on some. No Enjoy one got it. to see my shoes today, so I'm going to post a picture of them on Instagram. I wore my. No, because the reason I work at the mall is to stunt. I know. We can't stunt on them hoes. We can't stunt on these I just, hoes. I just got. Wait, I, I wasn't finished explaining oh. about my shoes. I wore my Gucci slides ones with the real fur. Come at me, Peta. Um, these are the ones that they, um, the minute I heard that they were going to stop using fur and go to like a faux fur, I ran down the hall um, to Gucci and bought them from Jelani. Hi, Jelani. I miss you. You couldn't see my shoes today. So I'll post a picture of that. I also want to let everyone know that I am closed. <laughs> Thank, thank goodness. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't have to go to... I woke up this morning and looked at my phone and I got a text message from my boss and he was like, we're closed. Well, because so. what was worrying me was like, you know, they had said the the recommendations that they had put out were... Um, Less avoid, than 10... More than Well, well 10 people. Than 10. Yeah. yeah the, um, but I mean, it literally says word, avoid shopping centers. I'm like... <laughs> well, you're telling my wife to go to work at a place that they say avoid like mm-hmm. that. Like, so I started, you know, I woke up at like eight this morning. I never get up that early except you, to really occasionally know. walk the dogs or whatever. But I mean, when, when I mean, I got up, I didn't just get up begrudgingly walk the dogs and then come back in and kind of like, Meh. no, I got up and I was ready to freaking to exact my white privilege <laughs> on anyone that would get in my way of trying to like I want was going to do everything I could to she is not going to work today. So I wouldn't have had a job, but that's neither here Whatever. nor there. Um yeah, so we just I I looked at wise, I said, "Well, I don't have to go to work." And he just kind of like the color came back into his face. <laughs> yeah, sure um, did. because he was just like, "Thank God." And I just sat there for a minute Goodness. and I was like, "This is weird." Um because I I I'm an American, and so I, I'm looking at why it's like, no, I'm going to have to go to work. Like, people are not not shopping. They're not not in the mall. Like, they're there. People showed up on Saturday like it wasn't shit. Um, yeah, but that was Saturday. That was Saturday. And, the, and, and then and, I was off Sunday for my birthday. Right, Monday. and you were off Monday. And things changed in that time. Yeah. At, at least in public opinion. We knew it was, we know, we've known it's been dangerous this whole time. Mm-hmm those of us who've been paying attention, but like it, it really is remarkable. You really get to see like how disengaged the average person is, you mm-hmm. know saying? That's not really paying. I don't want to sound elitist or anything, but the average person is just not paying attention, like paying attention to the news, paying attention to these type of things. And you really, really have to shake people like really do something big to get their attention to be like, nah, and closing restaurants, closing bars, closing shopping centers. They finally, well, we saw the 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 financial 
ups and downs today when the Dow was up and down and um, when Trump spoke about something, it was like, you were like, look, 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 it jumped up like 2,000 points. Well, it it literally hinges on the sentence and it also hinges on the person talking. Um, you'll, You'll be watching that Dow ticker on the side as they're doing their little briefings and Trump will start if, if if Trump starts rambling, that shit starts dropping. Mm-hmm. As soon as Fauci gets on the microphone, by the way, Fauci's a national treasure. P- protect him. Put him in 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 uh, plastic. Don't let him catch anything. That man is like the hope we have. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he starts talking, the markets go up because he's like just he exudes competence because he's been there for forty years. So. And he, nobody knows these things better than him. But um, yeah, we're here. We made it. We're in quarantine. And uh, while it's not legally mandated quarantine, it might be soon. I think we're probably, a, I think from all the predictions I've seen, we're like seven to 10 days behind Italy yeah. in terms of the curve, in terms of the the where it's really going to roll. And um, so, you know, and, and uh, Anthony Cuomo is, mm. the, uh, Anthony Cuomo showing Showing some real leadership. Balls of steel. Yeah, like he, like uh, they're they're basically calling. Oh, they call for like a quarter million hospital beds or something. Yeah. Something, something we, intelligent. Something, something but, that made sense. But five or six times what they have in the in there already. Like like uh, so, shit's happening. I just got back from a grocery store run. I went <laughs> out into the tundra. Well, not the tundra. I went out into the wilderness. You went to the danger zone. I told Veronica when I left, if, if, if I don't come, if I don't come back, avenge my death. I actually asked you to go. I was like, we need Hennessy. Like, well, we needed a lot of things. We needed a lot of things, but specifically I needed Hennessy. Cause even if we have no food in the house, I'm fine with Hennessy. Well, but we have plenty of food. We have plenty of food. House. Don't worry, mom and dad. But, um, yeah, let's not, let's not alarm <laughs> our parents who might be listening. We have, we have enough ramen mm-hmm. to kill us all, like the, with, with salt. Um, we could probably embalm us with We the, have Korean ramen. We have Japanese ramen. We've and we got, haven't really even tapped it yet. I think you've I eaten mean, one I've package. E- yeah, because I like ramen right. anyhow, so it doesn't matter. But It's St. Patrick's Day, so I have a nice corned beef yeah. and cabbage and potatoes going in a crock pot with a, a little Guinness, you know. Yeah. I'm not, don't give away this. Don't sorry. The secrets. Don't sorry. I'm sorry. I just um, get so excited because the dogs literally got yeah, into a little dogs. bitch fight about it. <laughs> the dogs start smelling it and start acting weird. Well, they're on day three of all of us being home and they're doing okay i actually decided that maxine needs routine so she gets put into her crate often just for a little cool off time um i don't want to deviate her from her regularly scheduled nap time um well we all we we all need routine and one of the things i talked about yesterday with you uh you know when we were kind of like summing this up like figuring out all right what this gonna is going to happen you know yeah okay you if i couldn't i could not possibly foresee given the way everything broke that okay if they you do go to work tomorrow you won't be going to work the next day or like there's no yeah. way um but uh i we we one of the things we talked about was okay we're going to be in the house for at least two, two weeks. looking more like 3 weeks maybe possibly even longer than that if this if this curve doesn't flatten enough and like it's really, really bad out there. They're going to hold us down. Um, so one of the things we talked about from a mental health perspective was like, okay, we're here, we're in the house other than really going out for some light exercise, taking the dogs out. We're not going to really be going out much. 
Um, we need to try to come up with a routine, like come up with a schedule just from a mental health perspective, like everything from like, I have work from home now to do. Thank you, Washington Nationals. Um, thank you to all my clients who've responded to my video that I posted on Instagram and those that have work, um, music work, um, that are sending me post-production work. Cause that's one of my main things that I do. Um, I also am like, well, Screw it. I'm reaching out to a lot of the artists that I work with. I'm like, let's make some music together or via, let's use the internets and make some music. Um, but there's exercise. Veronica does yoga. There's, uh, we, we want to clean regularly. We want to take care of the plants. Um, the occasional provision run. Um, really reading. We have a lot of books. Reading. We have a Me- lot of books. Uh, meditation. Yeah, that's super important. Uh, video games, like just, but but actually scheduling it, yeah. actually saying, okay, we're going to spend this. Uh, not not just throwing days away where you're looking at, because you know, the, even in the last few days, I've I've looked at social media and been on social media so much because mm-hmm. it's just there and it's in your hand and it's the first thing you go to and you just that your mind goes right into it, gets pulled in, and the next thing you know, you've been on it for three, four hours looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, other things are going on around you. You've got the TV on. You might make make a sandwich. But you, that, for the most part, that's what you're doing with your brain. And see, I have the opposite thing going on where it's like I work in a boutique. So I'm constantly cleaning and doing, you know, I have a routine at work. And, you know, I, I my job isn't really in front of a computer. So even though I have um, access to my emails, I don't have access to product. And so this right. is like a 50-50 right. for me where it's like, I can quote unquote sell. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah true. Yeah. I could, but it's like, when am I going to ring it? Because right. I have to be in the store. <laughs> right. And so it's just really kind of being like, all right, let's just take a mental break. Let's look at the shows. Because you and I have really kind of taken into watching mm-hmm. like, a couple of the shows a week. Right. And we should probably keep doing that just so we can have yes, comparison. I, my, my, my acumen when it comes to high fashion is getting up there. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask Veronica now, she, it, it, like Veronica's known me 15 years. Mm-hmm. And if you were to tell her 15 years ago that I would be saying some of the things that I say. Oh, I'd be shocked. Like, I'd be floored. <laughs> we'll be watching something. <laughs> What did you think? Okay, really. <laughs> we'll quickly. be watching. A, we were watching McQue- we, we the watched, Queen show. We watched all the fashion shows from twenty twenty. The in twenty twenty. The Paris Fashion, fashion week, week, which yeah. was just a few weeks ago. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but like you know, I'll be watching something. And I'll be saying, no, 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 that drape is all. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you? Who is this guy? Who is this but guy? But I love it. But that's but that that comes from that's. That's what marriage is all about, right? Yeah. Like well, you're I, learning I, and getting and, and becoming a better per, a better person, well-rounded person, learning from one another. Yeah. And and like I'm I'm really kind of into it now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't own a lot of high fashion pieces. I've got got a couple of really expensive jackets. I've got some really. I mean, nice you've got shoes. some like. Dope I mean, you've, you 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 put me on. Yeah, you've put me on a few things, but yeah. but um, but I'm I'm into the art. Yeah, I'm into it for the art, like. It really is impressive to watch, and and because I'm in production, that's literally my job. Like, like music production, event production, sports production. That's what I do. I love the production well, aspects we, of it, and I get watched, into it. Um, the 2020 Women Show with Naomi, and you recall the amount of the lights, and then like a week later, Business of Fashion 
were like the quarter of a million dollar lights that they had at the St. Laurent show. And I just kind of looked at you. Right. Because I, I was like, like, that's rough. Like I'm looking at the gobos because they had gobos out there. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, and I count, I, you know, did the grid in my head. I'm like, that's like a quarter million dollar rental right there. And they, <laughs> they announced a quarter million dollars worth yeah. of light. And I'm like, see. The yeah. Thing, yeah. So that's a cool thing about us. But I, we've been just trying to figure out like the balance between, you know, not, not necessarily wasting time, but just kind of finding a good balance between allocated, allocated time. time. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, this is the time we'll do X. This is the time we'll do Y. This right. is the time we'll do Z. Because we also have like long-term, each of us has like long-term projects that we've been, you know, those things on your to-do list that are like, someday I'll get to this. Yeah. Well, well, okay. You've got two, three weeks in the let's house. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, let's make some time, set aside some time. Um, I know like I've got some like old stuff from my old my old rapping days when I was in my twenties, <laughs> which was a long time ago. Records we used to put out that there's been there's a kind of a demand to have that stuff remastered and put out. I can I can see if I can knock that stuff out. Um I have painting projects I need to finish. Right. And then and then just having you know, having everything out. Have even even like a meal plan. Like, what are we going to eat today? What are we going to eat for dinner? Now, this is something I did would do anyway because I prepare all the meals. But like, kind of thinking out for three or four days. Like, like okay, this is what I'm going to make today. This is what I'm going to make tomorrow. So that just you kind of have an idea going in, like, and and spacing out, trying to keep your diet healthy. Yeah. Um, get some exercise. Have a little sex. Maybe. <laughs> well, also, don't forget to take off your watch because, you know, your steps are being counted. I, I got, go through that. I'm at 8,500 today or 9,000 today. Good job. Of, yeah. Well, you, you, you did that panic run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the store was crazy. Like, like really? it, it was crazy not in the sense of how people, well, it was different this time because I think now everybody is on board. Like that, what I saw. Now we're in a we're in a we're in Alexandria, Virginia. We're in. We're in I, I went Virginia. to I went to the Harris Te- I went to the Bezos Harris Teeter. Like I went to the Harris Teeter that's basically being built. Oh, the one on top of City. on top of Harris. Yeah, like a, a quarter mile down the street on top oh. of where Amazon's going to be. So, you know, it's a very liberal place. So everybody's kind of hip. I don't know if anybody's seen the graphs of like the 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 polls of like liberal versus conservative democrat versus republican of people who think you know the corona are worried about the coronavirus versus people and it was like 70 percent of democrats are worried about the coronavirus and 40 percent of republicans because they've been if if they've been watching fox news and they've been getting for the last two months they've been getting this downplay and and that'll that all changed yesterday once the dear leader started taking it seriously. Suddenly yeah. Fox news changed their tune altogether and immediately started blaming it on the Democrats. Well, you know, like we're, doing de- like we're independents. Where do we stand? Do they even, or were we lumped but, in but, with the but Democrats? We're, 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 we're independents. Like we don't, we don't align with a political party, but we do align philosophically as liberals. I would no, say. I don't identify as liberal. I know you. <laughs> okay. You may not call, listen, you may not mm-hmm. call yourself a liberal. It's not about you. It's not about whether you identify and say, I'm a liberal. I'm, not. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. like, as you would tell me, mm-hmm. I know your stance on issues. Mm-hmm. I know what your stance on women's rights is. I know what your stance on abortion is. I know what your stance on um, the economy is. On Right. I can assess quite confidently mm-hmm. you are by anyone else's 
assessment of you, you are a liberal. Mm-hmm. That's what liberal you have. You you support liberal policy, mm-hmm. right? You believe that government has a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It does. Because it has you a wouldn't purpose. believe you wouldn't you wouldn't hold the policy positions you do because the policy positions that you hold me are the only the only people that can do those things are the places that the what the policy dictates is that government will do those things. So you know, you want you want fair housing? Mm-hmm. Government has to enforce that. You want uh you want equal pay? Mm-hmm. The law needs to be made. Like someone has to enforce it. That's government. Like you, like if you don't believe in government, if you're a completely libertarian or hardcore conservative on the right wing, you don't want any of those laws because you don't want government getting in my business, mm-hmm. right? You you believe that there's a role to play for government. Paying, you okay. don't. And it's not saying you don't that you trust the government. Oh, fuck that's them. a totally different. And maybe thing. that's where I'm like, no, that's fuck a totally those different thing. And everybody should always be skeptical of anybody in power, yeah. regardless of party. But especially this administration because they lie. Like it's a language. They barely ever tell the truth about it. The whole truth, at least about everything. And mostly it's categorically false. But, um, yeah, we still need, um, we still need a thermometer. (laughs) I just would like to have one. This, this has, this has, um, this crisis has identified a hole in our medicine cabinet. Well, Um, we don't have children. And, and we I don't, feel like, like that's something. If you, if we right, had a child, true. we would have a thermometer. Yeah, but they didn't have any. Of, I looked, and no. they don't have. And I told you that because my coworker, he was like, "Yo, I've been trying to find find a." Thermometer and did you order weeks. one on Amazon? And it's no. like back ordered for like. No, I ordered face mask weeks ago, right? And I still haven't received it. So that's well, those are on back order. Yeah, but I ordered it way before it was even. I ordered this when they shut Italy down. I did just when I went to, so I went to the Harris Teeter. Let's circle back. Mm-hmm. I went to the Harris Teeter um, just to buy like simple shit. I was hoping because I went to the giant before. I'm like, well, maybe Harris Teeter will have paper towels. Nope. No, not that we're out of paper towels, but you know, I'm not worried about paper towels because we have a lot of hand towels. Yeah, but given the viral aspect of all this, I like the idea of being able to. We bought. We did. I did manage early on to buy a lot of, to buy a couple bottles of um, surface cleaner that, mm-hmm. that is anti-viral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'd like to be able to soak a paper towel and create a wet wipe mm-hmm. and wipe stuff down. Got you know it. what I'm saying? So like having paper towels to do that is but what important. What I'm saying is we, we have enough, we have a washer dryer and we have, right. We rags. have a washer dryer and we, with a sanitation function yeah. <clears throat> with the sanitation. And we function. have rags and, bleach so we're good no you can forget about hand sanitizer gone bath soap fine you know you need soap to wash in the shower plenty of that um even regular hand soap which was antibacterial Hmm. fine um like dove Mm -hmm. or not even dove i'm sorry like palm olive dish soap Mm -hmm. which has antibacterial in it that's there it's just really weird. weird. Like you can, you know, like it's like you know, you can use this, right? Like, it, yeah, you have to. It's really concentrated, and you only need like a dot of it. But you can use this. But like, again, back to what my sister said a couple days ago. People, the CDC. We've we've always followed the CDC in my household. It's just you just didn't even know you were following. We didn't it. know it because right. we were just raised that way. Like this morning, I posted a meme of a lady that was like, you know, when your mom says you have to clean on Saturday, and I was like, my mom said nothing. She turned. 
on the radio. It was Anita Baker or Frankie, Frankie mm-hmm. Beverly and Mays. Here we go. And we was cleaning and my homegirl hit me back. Hannah was like, girl, we were either listening to Korean music or gospel. And we knew it was time to clean. So I don't know where the rest of y'all have been, but it's concerning. Like, it's very, very... Con- like, I'm going to stop eating at a lot less houses. And I'm you laugh, but it's about to be really real. Like, well, a lot, nah. of th- a lot, a lot of things are going to change. The culture is shifting. Culturally, look, we're not looking at a vaccine for a year. Exactly. Okay, so, so I mean, we're going to have to do this often. So, well, not... Eh, we're going to have to do often, this often. I mean, what, what, what the thing is, is what's going to happen. This is a big country. So right now we're trying to push the the flatten the curve nationally, right? Because it's com- it's it's here and it's spreading. Once we get it down and we've controlled it, you know, then we'll start vent- start turning things back on, you know, so to speak. Um, but what's going to happen is it's going to flash up, like you know, suddenly Eugene, Oregon will be like, ah, oh, we're having another mm-hmm. outbreak over here. We got eighty shut cases down. over here. We got to yeah, shut this area down. But with all as as we roll out the testing, which was the the biggest failure of this administration was not having the tests ready. Well, the biggest failure of this administration is this administration. Well, the biggest failure of this crisis when it when it comes to this administration was the was the box, the the just screwing up the testing um, and not having it ready. W- once we know where the virus is, then you know, oh, Oklahoma City just had an outbreak, you know, or is having you know a, a surge. And we'll be able to sh- Oklahoma City will shut down, mm-hmm. right? But but we won't have to shut down Chicago, Chicago, right? Or we'll, right, exactly. Like or we'll be able like to pin, and then time will go by. Winter will come. The virus will there'll probably be a mutation. We'll have to deal with that, but um, and we'll have to deal with the regular flu. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big deal, and 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 but we'll get that we'll, by the time we get that vaccine. And everyone starts, and everyone gets vaccinated. Everyone gets vaccinated. Ooh, you know what? We should get a pharmacist on the podcast to, to explain the flu. Because I feel like a lot of people don't, or the flu vaccine. Because I feel like a lot of people don't understand it. And since pharmacists are kind of like right Yeah, there, I talk to a lot of people who are like, I don't get the, the flu, flu vaccine. You know, I'm going to get a pharmacist on here. Yeah, I, well, I've got you one should, in my pocket. You should, because... I I thought I'd had the flu before. And then a few years ago, I actually got the flu <laughs> and I'd realized I had never had the nope. flu because the flu is not a cold. No, it's the flu shit. is like, holy shit, I'm yes. going to die. Like I I could barely walk. Well, one thing. And we got it on a plane. And we got it coming on a, back from Mexico. Oh, uh, Hawaii or Mexico? No, that was Mexico. That, that was, was coming Mexico. back from Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You were bad. Let's take. Let's do our little ID break, and when we come back, we we're gonna have a nerd with us. Ooh, Stay tuned. Which, which nerd is it? Which nerd is Who it? Who knows? Dun, dun, dun. You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us Lux Nerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds in Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at veronica <laughs> at nerdsandluxury.com. Hello. 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 Sosa. Sosa, are you there? Hello. Can you I'm hear me? Here. I you- hear you. Okay, everyone. This is uh, Nerds in Quarantine and reporting live from the field. We have Sosa Vidal. Sosa, please update us uh, on uh, your feelings right now. Is everything okay? So... I am fine, but first and foremost, I feel like I would be remiss if we did not take a slight moment of silence 
for one Mr. Idris Elba <laughs> and that woman that he married <laughs> behind my back Woof. because he has tested positive for the Why corona. did I know you were going to start with this? <laughs> 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 so, I, so sidebar, like as soon as it came out, like I said, I like added so, so like, I am so sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking things moment by moment. Okay. You know, we're we're very, very worried about you. I'm very worried about him, and I don't know if that woman is taking good care if of him. she has what it takes. I don't know if she has what it takes. <laughs> She's just sitting there in the back of the video just looking worried. I'm like, girl, get him some she, water. She doesn't, look, him. she doesn't look worried about his condition. She looks worried at all the thirsty chicks that are watching that video like, this my man. <laughs> <laughs> let me remind well, all you, y'all looking. Let me just remind before y'all before someone shows up at our doorstep. Like <laughs> he don't need nobody to take care of him. This my man. Well, then I'm going to need her to step up, Ooh. do a little bit more. Ooh. How did how did you let him get infected? Oof. This way? Oof. How about we start there? Oof. So you're blaming. How about we start there? So, so you're blaming her. I'm blame. <laughs> but the ring on. She took responsibility away from the rest of us who love him. Ooh. So she should have prevented this. It's all her fault. I get it. I totally get he it. He probably went to some fishing village in Wuhan and decided to have some eel. Oh, that yeah, day. He was, he was, he was swimming with back and breathe it all in his face. Ridiculous. Well, she probably has it. She probably has it too now. I mean, they were right next to each other. Like, well, they said she kept coughing and touching her face. So she's yeah. She probably has it too. Like I told what we said in the other last episode. Like, if if I have it, there's no way Veronica can't have it at this point, and vice versa. Like, we're breathing typical failings of a woman who is not ready. (laughs) She wasn't ready for that responsibility. (laughs) Not ready. Damn it, Idris Alba is a responsibility. <laughs> he is. He's one of the people that we have to keep safe, like Betty White. I right. swear to you, if Betty White becomes this, mm. oh, there's going to be hell. To well, happen. a lot of people are like, if Ruth Bader Ginsburg gets sick, then oh my like, there will be riots. Yeah, in the lock street. Her. I was having nightmares about right. That. Lock her up in plastic, like Please. just put her somewhere. Just like, I just need her to stay home and hydrated and right. stop all this. And in her lane, I really wish she would have retired because we wouldn't have this to worry about. Having no, she can't had. retire. No, no, saying bef- <laughs> before, before with Obama, so like he could have yeah. appointed her replacement. Although who knows, they would have blocked that one too. <laughs> Nope, you've had enough judges. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Just shit. But yeah, a moment of silence for that. Um, otherwise, everything is pretty good. I have quarantined the mother and gotten her to, let's not say sit down, but I've gotten her to understand <laughs> that, yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned for myself in the flight. Right, yeah. As, I'm concerned yeah. for her. Yeah. How long? How, how much I, work was that? How much of a conversation was that? So, okay, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from day zero. It was March 10, 2020. And I want to say this was, yeah, this was before we heard, it may have been right before or just after the news broke that Italy was on lockdown. Right. And what day was that? Was that a Monday? I think no, that it was had to be a Tuesday. Tuesday because Wednesday was when the NBA, that was the 11th, and that was when the NBA and all that started canceling. Okay, so Tuesday, I heard that um, information. 
I guess it was around lunchtime. I was like, okay, let's go to Costco. Hmm. I went to Costco, got my cart, and headed straight to the back. To my surprise, the parking lot at Costco was full. Then. Right. And I'm like, okay, this must be really serious because I'm sitting here thinking, oh, 12 o'clock on a Tuesday in the middle, random day in the middle of the week, anybody going to be at Costco. Parking lot was full like it was Saturday or something. So I was like, okay, we're going to have to be a little aggressive. So I went straight to the back, straight to the water. And even then, like Costco, no, I think it was like at 1030. Because Costco opens at 10 and I know I got there a half hour. So it was like 1030. So even earlier, so it wasn't even like this was lunch rush or anything. This was first thing in the morning for Costco. Hmm. Went to the back, get to the water. Dude is like two per person. Oh, All really? So they're yeah. on the tenth. They were already on instituting. The 10th, they wow. were already two per person. So they, so they I were loaded hit. up my two. Yeah, they were, and I and I have to say, I'm kind of glad they were because I think that allows more people to get water. Right, honestly. sure. Because people were in there with their carts. They were in like groups of three. Everyone had a cart. So I got my huh. two waters. Got toilet paper. Got was there a limit on toilet paper and paper towels? No, no limit on toilet paper or paper towels, just the water. Got toilet paper, paper towels, picked up the large three-pack, three gallons of bleach, because, of course, by this point, no hand sanitizer was found, none of that shit. And it's still like, okay, next best thing, let me just get bleach. Picked that up, got some food for myself, because... I think, granted, I can survive off of beans and rice because I'm eating, and that's kind of what we need. <laughs> so I picked up a 25-pound bag of rice. Shut a 10 up. 10-pound bag of beans. But this is, that, I'll, I'll get into that. That's <laughs> totally different. So then I got some saline solution and some other things that I was like, okay, let me just kind of get, like, canned vegetables and just stuff that I knew would last, and I wouldn't have to worry about it perishing in the refrigerator or having right. to freeze it, blah, blah, blah. I get to the, I get all that stuff, right? So that's like $150 that I drop. Go get some gas, just because, you never know. Yep. Full gas tank. I go home, drop that shit off. Go back out to BJ's. Because during this time, I'm still looking at, you know, my timelines and things just keep ratcheting up and ratcheting up. Like, Wait, okay, so you're, you're, you're a member at both Costco and BJ's? I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm damn glad I am. This is the first time I've ever So what did, BJ's, what did BJ's have that Costco didn't have? So here's the thing, right? I go to BJ's, the one in Bowie. So the Costco that I went to was the one in Woodmore Town Center. Came back around my way, went to the BJ's in Bowie. BJ's, like Costco was cart to cart, people uh just standing around because it was so weird because some people were kind of just there like I know I need to be there but I have no idea what I need (laughs) right right. I'm like why are you make a list go home and make make a list list. and come back they didn't have a plan they didn't have a plan no plan (laughs) I need water so I go to BJ's BJ's is like cool as a fan people are just ambling about there's maybe like 15 people in the whole store. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I had to call uh, my friend Kiki. I was like, did something happen? Because I don't know why all these people <laughs> form Costco so quickly. I mean, like, people were 
flying through the lights in the neighborhood around there. They were like what? flying through the lights, trying to get to the parking lot. They were racing to parking. It's like, has some shit happened that I don't know about between the time I left the house and now? Like, has the government shut down? What is going on? Why are all these people here? But DJ, laissez-faire, happy go lucky, looking at fruit, standing in the deli line, trying to get meat all calm. So here's the telling part, right? I go to the water because I said, oh, I'm getting some more fucking water. Yeah. No restrictions on water because, like, there was a literal person standing at the water at the Costco. Like, yeah, we could put up a sign, but we know y'all bitches are going to ignore it. (laughs) So I'm going to stand here to make sure that you abide by this rule. No sign at BJ's by the water. No water monitor by the water. So, and I go back there. I put, like, did I get three? I think I got a total of four, uh, five waters that day. So I think I did like three waters, two waters at Costco, three BJ's. So BJ's is quiet and calm and cool. Hmm. The amount of water that they had in BJ's goes as follows. And this is just for the BJ's brand. This is not Deer Park. This is right, nothing right. else. Store this brand. BJ's brand. Yeah. They have three full pallets on the bottom. They have three full pallets on the top. They had three towers of water, like on the main aisle, when I went in there. Keep, so they were fully very stocked. very important. They, they were, were fully yeah. stocked. Huh. No limit, no nothing. So I went and got a couple of other things with BJ's, and then I think that was all I did that day. Next day, I was like, okay. Then the news really started rolling in. The shit was just getting crazy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go out again today. I go to BJ's on the 11th. On the 11th, they had one pallet of BJ's water <laughs> One. In like all 12 hours. All the stock over top was gone. All the shit in the main aisle was gone. Damn. Like, what the fuck? So I was like, okay, it's, everybody knows it's super serious now. So I went about my business picking up some other shit. I think I probably spent another... The first day I know I spent about $250. The second day I probably spent another 100 In total, I spent about $450 on groceries alone. Wow. But that includes like household products and all that stuff. Because right, I right. just didn't know. Yeah. Mind you, we're still required to show up for work, all these things. Not a whole lot has happened between 10th and the 11th. So then I'm like, Ma, I need you to make a list of what the hell you need. Went back out got stuff for her, made sure she had her prescriptions, all these things. Right. I was like, you're not leaving this house. I will be the person who leaves and comes back. And like, I have a little station in the garage because we come, come back in and out of the house in the garage. I have, <laughs> luckily, I had an economy-sized bottle of isopropyl alcohol <laughs> that I've had for years, but shit, <laughs> the work came in handy. That never expires. <laughs> So I put it in like a spray bottle to spray my hands. Yeah, and yeah. luckily, the week before, she got two things of Clorox wipes that I happened to have one. The week before this shit went crazy. Oh, yeah, because those are... grocery shopping. You ain't finding those anywhere now. Not and a I place. Really wish I had thought to get another one or two more for myself while we were there. Because that was when the stores were fully stocked with anything right. like that. I think I went to Target. The same day, either on the 10th or 11th, I, I think I might have gone to Target. No, I did. I went to Target twice. I went on the 10th and I went on the 11th. And when I went on the 10th, a lady had to go to the pharmacy. She was like, do y'all have any isopropyl alcohol back there? And they went out and dug out the last bottle that they had. 
They had nothing in wow. Target. Wow. Nothing. And I went to two Targets, too. So then on the 11th, I'm like, okay, this shit is getting really, really real. <laughs> so this is when I start deep diving down a rabbit hole of YouTube doomsday prepping channels. <laughs> because I'm like, this shit is serious. I don't know how long we're going to be in here, so let's figure this out. So this brings me back to the rice and the beans. Well, apparently, if you dry can, this is a particular method of canning, if you dry can beans and rice and any other, like, non-moisture-containing dried goods, because, like, you can only do it with white rice, because brown rice apparently has some oils in it because mm-hmm. of it the shell bleach. of the rice. Yeah, because it has yeah, some bleach. You can only do it with white, white rice, dried beans, and a few other things. So you're saying these are dry, dry white, dry white rice and dry, dry beans. white rice and dry beans. Right. I saw a whole video about how she did it. Those bitches can keep for up to thirty years in a yeah, sure. What? Seems about right. Yeah. I mean, they keep for like five years when they're not in the the. Right. So, so I was like, we're dry canning. I don't care. So I bought 25 <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, we're good till 2050. <laughs> so, the two of us in here. So, so you had your mother in there dry canning <laughs> on her new well, knee. I have to order. I had I, I had two half gallon ball mason jars in the first place. So I have to order some more Why on Friday when I get paid. Did you have mason jars? Oh, because I do the jar method, which is. Uh, so a way you can keep vegetables in the refrigerator and they won't go bad as quickly. Uh, wait, wait, say that. That's, I'm interested in that. Say that now. That you, you... It's called the jar method. So you put like, like let's say you've got kale or lettuce. Okay. You put it in a mason jar. You do not wash it beforehand. Right. Put it in a mason jar, put the top on it, put it in the refrigerator, and maybe put a paper towel at the bottom if you feel like you need right. to. That shit will keep for weeks. Really? Yeah. It All will right. keep Four weeks. So the key is to get it out of the plastic. Adding mason mason jar, large mason jars to my list. The glass will get really cold, so it'll keep it colder longer, and it won't deteriorate. And then there's no moisture that can get in because you know plastic bag and lettuce. Like, yeah. Well, recipe for well, you know, and, and as a vegan, I'm sure you can speak to this. Like one of the things that's been going, I mean, people are not, people are avoiding all the fresh food because they're afraid it'll go bad before they can eat right. it. And, and you right. go into the produce section, you're like, there's plenty of apples. There's plenty of mm-hmm. oranges. There's plenty of all that shit. But mm-hmm. all the stuff that's coated and soaked in salt <laughs> is like, it, that's all gone. Like ramen like the only they had, they only had the shitty flavors of ramen the first time I went to the store. <laughs> I'm like shrimp. They had like shrimp. Like oh, like I no, I'm not getting you know. So but but you know, there, if you want some lettuce, by all means, gotcha. like plenty of lettuce for you. Well, like I feel like being vegan, I've had to change the way I think about food because a lot of it is fresh. Right. So now I've had because I got a. 12-can pack of green beans. I got a 12-can pack of corn. Sure. 12-can pack of diced tomatoes. Yeah. So that I can have stuff that I can eat. Um, and I got an instant pot for myself for Christmas. Oh. So it's a really easy way to cook beans. You can just set it and forget it. Right. You don't really even have to soak them. I never soak my beans when I cook in there. So I was like, let me get some shit like this because this will at least take me through about a good month 
Yeah. And even if there's a quarantine, like you were saying, they're still going to let you go get food. Right. Like, right. we're not at zombie apocalypse right. level right. where going out could literally cost you your life instantly. But yeah. you know what people are doing is they're basically, they're basically mass purchasing and it's they're reselling it like that guy who bought all of the 1700 um uh hand sanitizers yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the feds seized his shit well he had, and, he actually agreed he'd give them away mm, from what i've read yeah whatever he, oh i've made a new part-time job of looking on amazon and reporting everyone i saw. yeah thank you good Be- yeah that is thank a, you and they, i mean apparently they're they're on it it's bad yeah. it's really bad like i went Price to somebody had one of those masks on there a set of I think twenty for three hundred and ninety five dollars. Oh, are sake. you fucking kidding me? And then had the nerve to make a comment was like, "Well, this is capitalism, and I feel like I'm selling this as a value." And people were just giving him such shit. I'm so happy. Up, You're a fucking fascist. You're right. horrible. We're supporting <laughs> you. Fuck you. Give these away. Stop doing this dumb shit. Wow. So I mean, and then he had to give himself a five star review. Oh, psh. of course. Psh. Whatever. We're lucky. I think Veronica had me buy her like a painter's mask a while back that we never opened, <laughs> like the big one with the with the actual. Well, like, because I um I had some bigger projects planned, and then we started doing the house instead. Yeah. And so now that the house is done on our side, you we can definitely you know jump in there and use that painter's mask for something else. But it's just you know I ordered mask weeks ago. And they still haven't been shipped. And I can't get my mm. mom Lysol. Um, no. I can't. Well, I mean, we're a bleach family. So we're fine. Um, we're a bleach family. We're a bleach, bleach family. <laughs> but Lysol, because she's older, right, you know, like right. our parents that was are the original, the But that was the original shit. That yeah. was what you used. Yeah, you just used the right. Lysol because you could no spray. And so, and I and I know, like, I, I she, um, I can't imagine how hard it is because, you know, you're alone and now you're on quarantine and, you know, it just sucks. Like, I know I haven't been the greatest daughter about calling, um, but we do have the family group chat going and it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. On that Wednesday, I got the last two bottles of Fantastic, which, which uh, is also nice. You know, it's not the known brand, but it's 19, it's nine. It has the same 99.9% rating as Lysol or whatever. It's just a different company. But, but we, we also have a bottle of, we have a bottle of isopropyl alcohol that we, we've, I think you can, can't you at 91%, you can, you can, you can water, water it, it a little bit because I think it's effective up to yeah. 70% is where is below 70 is where you start losing effectiveness, I believe. Yeah, it is. So anyway, you were saying. So after I went down the doomsday prepping rabbit hole, and let me just say, for anyone who thinks that they understand doomsday prepping, you have no idea. These people are ready to live forever. Like, the dude I was watching, he was, I guess he was in his bunker. Because behind him in the video are, like, 20 rifles and ARs. Right. And you got to protect against the marauding hordes. And you have to pro- all this other shit. I'm like, damn. How long? I, I know he's been doing this for years. But, like, it looked like a grocery store in there. And I'm like, how how do you, I, I mean, I guess he rotates shit out because I, I would imagine, one, he has an inventory, and two, 
you know, everything's noted down. And I'm sure after a number of years that he has new stuff, and they rotate that into the house and buy more shit to go in the bunker. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Like, like that. That right. Once shit starts, you, there's an there's an expiration cycle where it's like, all right, well, we got to start eating the beans that are uh, six months from expiring and replace them with the bean, the new beans or whatever. I'm like, this is like a second full time. It job really for is. It really is. I I. Uh, I'm so conflicted. It's just crazy. It's conflicting because it's because I don't want to go out and buy a bunch of bullshit. But then it's like <laughs> then we also well, that's wanna... what people had in their carts. Bullshit. Yeah, well, you, you find out a lot. Like Pop Tarts, fine. They have a great shelf life, but you need protein, right? And you need other things. There's definitely canned meat that you can eat, Ugh. but beans Ugh. are by far the cheapest thing you can buy. I mean, we have more than enough beans. Yeah, I mean, I the first my first trip, like I definitely stock up on the two trips I went on. I got a bag full of canned beans on every trip because like you said, it's, we're going to need protein and you can do anything with these. Like it's, I can do it. it. And I got a bunch of different kinds. I got garbanzos. I got black. I got red. I got, I got, you know, (laughs) like whatever, like we can do, we can, we haven't even touched them yet. We're not into that. We're not that deep into the we'll game yet. We'll let y'all yet. know when we get there. Right. <laughs> we're not even that deep in the game yet. Still eating fresh food. You know, we're, we I broke into the Pop-Tarts until I realized we needed them. <laughs> I was like, oh, usually. Like, <laughs> no! there, is a, there is a box. I do have a stash in the office of, of like, I've got Extras. the final, I've got the last bag. Like, <laughs> like When the, we've hit the, this the one, bag, The one behind bad. the glass that you've, you know, <laughs> in emergency break glass. We do have that stash in the back, but. And well, I was really good, and I didn't buy myself anything like that because I'm still on a weight loss journey. I've lost about 15 pounds. Yes, ma'am. January. Okay. So I'm like... Have you been, have be you been really, working out? I have been working out, not as much as I want to, but I've been trying to do this three You've times. been going to a gym? I had been. I stopped... <laughs> <laughs> now, you see where I'm going. You saw where I was going I with my line of questioning. The week before this whole shit broke open, not because I was afraid to, but because I was just being lazy that week. Thank goodness, though. Yeah, I suspended my gym membership. I like you can. I can just turn. I can freeze it. I can just turn it off. Like, and, and yeah, I'm glad you said that. I'm going to do that. Yeah, because it's like it's. I think it's ten bucks a month or something to just keep it like going without you just can't go. Yeah. And I do it I was doing it every I usually do it between like April and October anyway, because that's like all the sports seasons and it's warm. So I'm yeah. riding my bike all the time. I'm like, I don't need to go to the gym. I'm getting all kinds yeah. of exercise. And then once it gets cold, I turn it back on and then, you know. I need to do that. We need to do that as soon as we finish here. Yeah, but because that's they're like they're not getting my twelve ninety nine for no. Disease. They're not getting your twelve ninety nine for walking into a bastion of disease that the fucking <laughs> gym is to begin with. Let alone now we got this thing going around. Like I'm not going over there. That's the last place I want to be. And I've been one of those people who like there are some people who will go into the gym and they'll get a little cloth and they'll wipe stuff down right. before they start. I'm not really one of those people because I don't touch anything normally. Yeah. But I always wipe it down after. I yeah, I'm a, I'm a wipe down after per- person too. I don't right. wipe down before. I can do right. this twice. But now I kind of feel like, well, maybe we shouldn't wipe it down. <laughs> right. Right. Because it's just not appropriate not to. Yeah. But I'm glad I wasn't going then. 
So I've kind of, I feel like I have things pretty well under control. Like everything I brought in the house, I had Clorox wipes. I wiped down every single thing I brought into the house before I bought I like had a little station in the garage where I'd wipe everything down with Clorox wipes because mm-hmm. especially my mom's stuff because you yeah, don't sure. have cough yeah. and sneeze all over the shit in the grocery store. So oh, but I- then <laughs> go ahead. he decided, Oh, I'm gonna go get my eyebrows arched. What? I'm like, Fine. Whatever, <laughs> just go. Come back quickly. Oh, I stopped at the grocery store before I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me, lady? You went to the worst place in the world, which right. is the grocery store. What does she need at the grocery store? Bullshit that she didn't really need. What does she bring home? <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, she needed fresh. She needed fresh vegetables. She needed fresh vegetables. Mm. I don't think that's something you should be disagreeing with. But wait, so but but the, the but the point is, she went to go get them. She went then went there by herself when she could have just said, "Here you go." Right. Because when I'm out, I'm very cognizant. I'm not touching anything. Yeah. I'm not touching my face. I'm washing my hands as soon as I get in the house. Like, when I get into the garage, I'm taking the Kleenex wipes, wiping my hands, wiping off the doorknob, mm-hmm. opening the door, closing it with the Clorox wipe, <laughs> and washing my hands. Like, that's literally the protocol I've been on since the 10th of March. Because I'm like, she's 75. She has diabetes. She has high blood pressure, and she just had surgery. She is a candidate for this shit. Right, mm-hmm. right. Fucked up real fast. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, she has a doctor's appointment, and she has to go to on Thursday. I'm trying to figure out how we're going to work that, because I think the doctor actually needs to examine her. Because I was like, if she's just going to talk to you, she'd do that shit over the phone. Right. But I think that she has to examine her. So we'll see how that works. But then she's like, well, I have a cleaning lady coming on. But like, no. <laughs> right. no. What are you doing? No. I... The cleaning lady has been in everyone's house. And who knows right. how they kept their house. Now she's cleaning their house. I mean, granted, she is. Cleaning our house. Right. I mean, she is around cleaning supplies. Hopefully she's. But, but I mean, but look. She's bound to have something. Right. On, uh, somewhere. Coming from someone else's house uh-huh. right here. And she's older herself. So I'm like, she may need to walk that back, too, because she's like 60-something. I'm like, no, this is not what we're doing. And then she broke her laptop. She's like, what? It's a spot. Like, no. <laughs> the screen popped out on the side. You can still work. It's still, it's fine. We will. This is an accident <laughs> affair. Yeah, we're not going into Best Buy and having someone put their hands all over your laptop. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. So it's been challenging, but I think she finally gets it now. Is she happy about it? Hell no. She's I mean, getting stir crazy. Yeah, no. That's for old people. Um. <laughs> but then she's been in the house for so long anyway because she had the surgery in November. So she was in the house pretty much from right. November yeah. through January. So it's just, I, I get it, but I'm like, boo, <laughs> you either want to live or you want to go out. Right. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So <sighs> that's been an adventure. So that was day zero to the present. Right. So I'm gonna pray for you, girl. So let me ask you. Uh, so since we're in the present, we are. We we've now taken it up to the present. Is that where mm-hmm. we're at right now? So we're... I'll ask you the same question I asked Veronica in the last episode. Uh, on your scale of zero to ten, zero being giving people you just met hugs in the street, and ten being. <laughs> 
and 10 being everybody to the doomsday bunker. What is your level of concern right now? I think a solid seven yeah. is a good number. Yeah, I think that's a fair number. I feel like we we're on a path to one. There's a plan. There's not a crazy orange Cheeto talking about, Oh, we're not going to need that many tests. It's not that serious. It's like the flu. Right. We finally, now he's still a jerk, but I will give him credit these last couple of days. For the most part, he's been shutting the hell up and letting the professionals right. talk. Right. Which I appreciate from him. I know it's been hard. I know it's been <laughs> no, so it is, hard for him. You could just see but it. You could see him <laughs> flinching. <laughs> Like, and wanting to say things right. that people have like smacked his hand and like shut up. And he shut still does. He still can't help himself. Like like even today the press conference the press briefing today, um, like there was a point where like they, someone asked him about the economy and he was like, Look, we'll worry about the economy right later. Right now we're we're trying to save lives. And I turned to Veronica and I said, Who the fuck is this? <laughs> he definitely did scream that in my direction. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Where has he been? We don't know this man. Like, cause ten days ago he was calling it a hoax. Mm-hmm. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like th- like like it's but I mean, it was a Democrat hope. I am right? certainly glad he's landed here. Yeah, like, and, and I want I him too. to be. I want him to succeed. I want us to win. To win this, like, I. But holy shit! Who but you, but man? but the longer that press conference went, like. Veronica will tell you, like, as it kept going, and then we start, and suddenly starts wanting to talk about the New York New York Times article, and I'm like, dude, you are you've won this press conference, quit now, like, back up, get get, you've actually like, you actually for the first time ever you had me like being like, hey, I think he he's he's doing this okay like he might actually be learning someone looks presidential he doesn't look no let's not go that far let's not go that far but he's he looked like he's learning out how to give them give him his benadryl for a little bit right i said xanax i said xanax play nice with other kids and get through this yeah because i guarantee you like He's not in any of those task force meetings. Not when they're doing heavy lifting. Oh, hell no. They're no. briefing him before press conferences. Right. But they have told him, oh, no, you cannot be. Yeah, because that shit's way worked. above his. That's way out of his league. Like, And as much as I don't like Pence, I at least know Pence has some sense on board to do this. No, I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he's done a good job of getting the right people in the room and getting a handle on this. And, and, he's, and he speaks way better than Trump. Yeah. Right. And... and, and like even I told I told Veronica I was like I said Mike you know Mike Pence is is a is Fucking a is a, is a is a is a ding dong, but just by comparison, he looks so much better than Trump, you know. But the fact, like again, uh, the fact, like you said, uh, and I said it earlier before we we got you on, um, um, Fauci is a freaking national treasure. Like keep putting him oh, yeah. in front. Like every time he talks, the stock market goes up. Like. Like put him out there. He is so competent. He knows it. He knows he's the guy. Like, and you know, he wasn't. They weren't letting him talk. If you remember, just a couple weeks ago, they they canceled all of his. He was supposed to be on all meet the press on all the Sunday morning talk shows to go out and brief everybody, and they pulled him back because because he wasn't on board with the political messaging of all this. He he wasn't going to go out there and say everything's going to be okay when he knew damn well it wasn't going to be okay. 
Well, and, I think somebody found a secret sauce here, and this yeah. is very important because it's kind of like when you watch these briefings. It's like they had a meeting with everyone minus the Cheeto and was like, look, he's going to say dumb shit. Just go and correct him when the time presents itself. He's going to pivot to right. things that are not germane to this. Say these very, you know, we know that he thought it was a hoax and all this other shit. He's going to keep pushing this whole travel ban was the best idea I ever had. <laughs> we did it, blah, blah, blah. Just nod and keep on with your point. Uh-huh. Stay on message. Let him have these moments. Ignore him and keep moving. Right. Because that will make him feel better, but it will still get what we need. Right, to exactly. Yeah, we'll take that. So they found the secret sauce yeah. for him for a moment. Yeah. Because you can tell Fauci knows fucking idiot. Everyone up there knows he's a fucking idiot. Right. Everyone has accepted it. And you can see their faces like, oh, shit, here we go. Right, right. But they're they're checking it, and they're... Because the problem is just so much bigger than him. Yeah. And I, I We're mean, trying to save lives. And I think he's... I think he... I think the... Uh, I, I told Veronica, I was like, I think maybe Ivanka or Jared sat him down or somebody like... Somebody younger that has his ear like there's only a couple and those are the, those are really the two people that are that younger that much younger that would have his ear and, and just like dude if you don't if you don't get on get with this like you're gonna go down and hit you're already gonna like like we all know he's already gonna go down in history as a as a joke but you're gonna go down in history as like one of the worst people like if you don't if you fuck this up like you mm-hmm. need to get out of the way Get out of the this way. This will cost you your reelection, right? I mean, and, and not only that, no but, but not only that. Quite frankly, you handling this well and taking it seriously is the only shot you yep. have of being reelected. Yep. Like yep. nobody, you're, you look at the polls. Like look at the polls. You're you're fucked if you don't. <laughs> now, if you handle this well, maybe a maybe. I don't think it. I still don't think it's would be good enough but may enough people be like you know what maybe he isn't so bad but he'll he'll fuck that up he'll he'll remind us all as he's prone to do (laughs) i mean even just you know the guy goes out makes a statement saying we gotta in that terrible speech he gave wednesday night we're gonna end the partisan divide and then he spends the next morning bashing democrats on twitter so like he can't even like he can't keep. He can't even stay on together. message. He can't even stay on message. Twitter and Twitter and press conferences to him, I feel like, are two different things. Like Twitter is Narnia, and press right. conferences are the real world. Like in Narnia, <laughs> lions talk and fawns invite you over for tea, mm-hmm. and you can say whatever you want in right. Narnia. But then the press conference. It's a little bit different. Message is still there, but it's not quite as wild and crazy. Well, because you got people staring at you. You got a bunch of people staring at you, looking at you. And I think psychologically that maybe so checks him. It it checks everybody. It's crazy. It's just nuts. And it's kind of like, you know, we can see your tweets. Right. Right. It's almost like it's almost like it's the difference between just speaking and public speaking. Like when he's on Twitter, he's just speaking and he's not he's not remembering the, how big of an audience is actually like reading the shit, and then but he suddenly he gets on television, and this might just be a thing about age. When you're in front of a camera and you grew up when that was the biggest thing, being on camera was the biggest thing ever. Like, and you see a camera in front of you, like, oh my god, okay, mm, I, I'm there. They see me. I think me. it's like when little kids uh, cover their face and say, "Oh, you can't see me." Right, That's right. Yes. Object, permanence. Exactly. <laughs> object, object permanence. Exactly. Object permanence. Exactly. Exactly. 
You can't see me. And you're like, you're right there. Idiot. I mean, he's just, he is who he is. And people who voted for him have to live in it. Um, but this is these are the consequences yes. of when we vote for someone who's not prepared. I don't care what party they're from. Right, exactly. This has never been these about These are the party. consequences. Right. This is, this is about his abilities and being in it, whether he's fit for office or not. This he's, is not about... His right? inability. Right. His I can disagree with your policies all day. I disagreed heavily with most of George Bush's policies, but I knew when shit hit the fan, he would know right. what the fuck to exactly. Do. Well, at least he had people around him that could guide and and help him maneuver that whole situation. And some of these guys that Trump has finally now put around him seem to be pretty competent. The only, the problem was is he was always undermining them. Yep. And he was, he was, he wasn't letting them do their jobs. And the secret to being a great boss and the reason why he's never really been a great boss and why he's so many of his companies failed is the secret to being a great boss is hiring great people, empowering them and getting the fuck out of the way. Yep. And and he just can't. His ego won't allow him to get out of the way because he just wants to pat him. He wants everyone to know that this was him. It's like, dude, you're the president. If these guys succeed, you're going to get the credit. It's delayed gratification. But that's why. He that's why Pence keeps saying, and the president said, yeah, and that's right, because he's got to keep fluffing like, okay. him. He's got to keep. He's got to give. He's got to give him a little this tap is on how the tip. You all are right. keeping him under control. Exactly. Press conferences. You keep referencing back to this with his ideas, right. his initiative. We he did a great job. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fine, it's whatever. Like, yeah, it's like they gotta give, they gotta lick the tip of his dick like every like 90 <laughs> seconds. Just give him a little lick, just so he's like. And you see it when they say it. You see his little his eyebrow mm-hmm. pokes up. And just like, a little bit. It's, he's such. It's just crazy. Just it's like he reacts like a child. Like mm-hmm. he has the physical body child. language. Yeah, like he is a big well, be, child because he's never had. He's never had to grow up. He's never worked for anyone. He's never he's never had to take responsibility for anything. Mm-mm. He literally As he so clearly said, "I don't take any responsibility." That'll be I'm on like, loop. Okay. That'll be on a loop on on TV ads for the two months leading up to the election. That's I don't. And sure. how you take no responsibility for this is on your lot. right? And you and, and, and you it, completely dismantled right. the whole thing that was set up for. This very day, that right? Everyone this very said occasion was going to come eventually, and we're. It's not like, and the other thing is, it's not like we're three months into your presidency and this happened. We're right. three years in, so if it was wrong, if things weren't set up correctly as you so claim, you had three years to identify it and fix it, and you didn't. So the buck stops with you, jackass. Like, that's and I just, love how Fauci kept bringing that up. He was like, "Well, it's funding." It's funding. Right. It's about funding. Yeah, it's about fucking funding. <laughs> so right. you all want to fund this? Right. Great. Please do. Yeah. It's not about are the tools there. It's about funding to yeah. make it happen. The shit costs money. It requires people, and people need to get paid. Gosh, this is just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me that we're in a time where people collectively are so ignorant to how government works how capitalism works, one, and the fact that when you have unbridled capitalism, people do feel emboldened to go put hand sanitizer on Amazon and right. eBay for $500 right. yep. ounces. Yep. That's what happens when you don't have regulation. Yeah. And, and I mean, and what one of the things that now that the bottom is falling out, and I mean, we're, we're staring into the, the what will likely be, if not a most certainly a global recession, if not a depression that's going to come from all of this. 
when you see that capitalism doesn't have capitalism is all great and hunky dory when things work. It's there's no better engine for driving things when things work. Um, the the analogy that I've used is like the the it's the heart of the society. It's pumping the blood, but but we've just had a heart attack, mm-hmm. and and now the brain has to step in and say, take an aspirin, call nine one one, get someone give me CPR, give me the paddles. You know what I'm saying? Like like the brains have to come in fix it. And and that's socialism. There is no capitalistic tool for pulling us out of this unless you want to live, everyone to start living in tent cities and we we go to the Dust Bowl again. Like, there is no, like, there's no, this is, government is socialism. That's what government yeah. is. And and capitalism is the private sector. And these two yep. things work together. And, and, and mixed capitalism is the two of them working together. One checks the other. They each have their, 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 positives and negatives. They each have things they do well. They each have things they don't do well. And to get them to marry and work together. But right now, it's socialist. Ever thought you'd hear Mitt Romney calling for $1,000 of uh, basically (laughs) basically Andrew Yang? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that snap of a finger. Ever think you'd ever hear that? Right. Like, but that's what happens when the whole thing fails. Shouting this shit from the rooftops for the last 20 years. Yep. And now you want to talk about this. Andrew Yang should go. I'm sure he probably has. And I haven't. I, I make it a point not to watch news all day long. But yeah. I, if I were Andrew Yang, I'd be like, I fucking told you so. Right. Yeah. Told you so. <laughs> he, he's told definitely you so. somewhere there's I told you so. There's certainly some. I ser- certainly saw memes with his face, like with him, like turning, like, <laughs> like giving like a mm-hmm, like, look like. Yeah. I mean, but it's why I mean, we're going to. We're going to see some, we're going to, like, this, like, we've talked about a little bit already, like, this is, we're going to see a lot of cultural changes. We, we're, this is going to fundamentally alter a lot of things, I think, about our lives here. Because it has to. This is the new. If another president was in office, I would agree with you. But unfortunately, we have who we have, uh, at least until November. Well, I mean, January of next year, rather. Right. Well, I think. And if it were any other president, I think that that would take effect. Um, in a positive way pretty quickly, but because he's, especially if the curve doesn't go up really high with this and the economy does come back, right. he's going to gloss over all this shit like, I told you it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. We don't need these kind of things. This was for an emergency only, and you see it works, so we're right. fine if this is just for an emergency. Well, and, and, these he, other ideas and he keeps alluding to that. Emergency. He keeps alluding to that, like, like once this is over, everything's going to just jump right back. And it's like, no, it's really this not. It's going it's, 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 it's to change the entire country. Yeah, right it's going to take a lot. This isn't something where you just bounce right back. This is, this is, the stock market's going to lose half its value. Like, this is not like. Which is why I need to invest immediately. <laughs> right. Well, not immediately. Wait. I think it's going to go down to like 14, 15,000 is probably really? the floor. Yeah. I think, I, I think once, I, I mean, Sosa, if this weekend, like, we get 150,000 cases and New York blows up like it is. And oh, that's right. Talk, the testing is really starting. Yeah. Like, now gonna it's going to, yeah. So, I, I, but, yeah, I think that we'll be, um, you know, we're, we're going to, I think that, I what I, I think it's going to last long enough. This, this, this reality, these things, these measures that are going to have to be taken, I mean, assuming, assuming, and I don't like to assume, but assuming Joe Biden wins the election and is the next president, I think that this will not be even close to being dealt with in terms of not just the disease. The disease might be under control, 
but the economic fallout and all that is going to be around for a long time. And so, you know, we're going to need stimulus packages and a lot of different things for, for time for, for quite some time. And, and if he's the president and he doesn't want to do them, then we're not going to claw our way out. Well, we'll see what happens, but I just, I find it so sad that humanity is in such a state where only now because of the global pandemic, are you thinking about how the waiter that just served you uh, two weeks before is going to work or how they're going to live their lives or you never thought about the fact that if you don't actually show up at your job, you're not going to get paid. Right. I don't understand how people have just simply decided that those things were not important to think about for other people. You cannot stimulate an economy when people don't have money to spend. Right. Yeah. And the regulations and the policies that have been put in place for the last decade have just not been enough for people to live their lives on a good day. Right. Fuck a pandemic. On a right. good day. Right. If yeah. I get sick, my job can easily be like, not mine, but, you know, somebody who doesn't have leave, like, oh, well, don't come back. Right. You better be here tomorrow or don't come back. Yeah. It's like that shouldn't be a choice anyone has to make living in this country. It's fucking yeah. crazy and yeah. disgusting. And that it took this much for a lot of people to really think about that. It, it scares me because it's just like, what is wrong with you? Like I posted on Facebook a little while back. I was like, yeah, we can stockpile, but I'm going to start fucking lifting my body weight over my head. Right. I'm going to run fast. <laughs> <laughs> well. like, these fuckers are going to fucking be gnawing at my ankles and elbowing me in the face. I'm going to have to be able to fight back. Right. Because it's going to be dog eat dog and everyone who can live in their, you know, their glass castle. Mm-hmm. We'll just be watching us fight over scraps. Right. And they won't care because mm-hmm. we'll die. Right. They already don't care. You see all the videos on Twitter of like people fighting over one little roll of toilet paper and it's just like this is this is entertainment for the the wealthy. Yeah. Like, let them eat cake. This is literally let them eat cake. So it's just kind of like, all right, and I just I scroll past, I don't acknowledge it because it's just like this is so fucking sad. Like Yeah, you do but you do see a lot of people like you do see you'll see the cell it, it's it kind of it's it's a it's a test. It's like a litmus test to for a lot of people. Like I've 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 come to know a lot more pe- people a lot better than I thought I knew them over the last week or so, just because of what their impulse is. Mm-hmm. Like what their impulses are. This is like, well, I'll be fine. I don't know why they're trying to shut everything down. I want, I, you know, I'll be okay. I'm gonna I, go. I, I want to go I, on my me, trip. Me, I, I, me, it's me, like, me, whoa, me. whoa, whoa. Like you're not even processing. Mm-mm. You know. The, you're not I even think that's processing. A defense mechanism on a psychological level, like the people who think it's a conspiracy, I think that's their way of feeling like they're in control. Because if it's a hoax, then I don't have to worry, and if right. I don't have to worry, yeah. I don't have to have anxiety, right. Right. and I don't have to have sleepless nights, and all mm-hmm. these other things. Yeah. But if I keep digging and saying this is a hoax, then I can feel better. Meanwhile, you're that spreading way. misinformation to people, and you're not paying attention to the fact that you really do need to think about how you're moving. The, well, even if you don't want to stockpile, please watch it. The Come other on. thing is that, the other thing is, is that if it's not a hoax, it, it means that, that the situation, no one's in control. And people want, people secretly want, a lot of people don't really, really, truly, truly want freedom. They want, someone to be, if you look at the heart of every one of these conspiracy theories, the Illuminati, the deep state, 
Yeah, all these, right, all, right, all these different <laughs> things. It's it's some group of like of of sinister people who are making who are pulling all the switches and the levers and and they're dialing and they 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 know more than us and they're getting they're they're making things happen and it's like it's to kill the illusion the fact that dude we're all riding around on this pebble that's hurtling through space none of us know what the fuck is going on and you just that gives you comfort knowing even though it's even though it's in your mind it's it's malignant or malevolent, it gives you comfort knowing that someone else knows more than I do. Mm. Someone else is in control. They're just as stupid as we are. They just have money and power. But at the end of the day, they don't know fucking jack shit either. And I feel like for me, I know you've described yourself as a nihilist before, wives. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite there. I'm, I'm a happy feel- nihilist. Okay. I'm happy. I I'm- feel like with, with respect to some things, I have the, I have those feelings because it's like as soon as I realized that I was effectively an atheist, I was like, this actually feels better. Yeah, this actually feels so much better to not be worried about this entity that is watching my every move, mm-hmm. that has control of things, yet sometimes does nothing and sometimes does something. Right. It just feels better to know. Okay, I can do what I can do, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do the best that I can do. Right. That's it. And I'm going to take, res- take responsibility that. and take responsibility for me and what I do and how my actions affect other people. Like, and not exactly. say, and not say, oh, well, I can just walk into church on Sunday and, and absolve myself for all this and granted, shit. I know all people who are religious, you know, um, a, lot, a lot of people who are religious feel that same way. I can do what I can do. Right. And then they'll say, well, I, I'll leave the rest up to God and that's right. fine. But do what you can do. Yeah, please. exactly. Mm-hmm. This podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com. Well, hopefully these folks spend some time reading. <laughs> it's not going to help. Reading it's, and... It's not going to help. Maybe. Well, speaking of reading... Mm-hmm. So, a while back, I think it was in October... Ice Planet Barbarians? Some, <laughs> no. no, no. Fetch is not going to happen, Gretchen, okay? <laughs> it's, it's not Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a while back on Twitter, someone tweeted me was like, "Oh, I'd love it if Sosa had a book club." And I was like, "Oh, maybe in 2020." It was me. Well, it wasn't just you. It was oh, one fine. of our fans. Oh, okay. It was one of our lovely fans. Um, he tweeted me was like, I, "I would read anything on your book list." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I feel like now's the perfect time <laughs> to roll out the Sosa Vanal book club. Roll out the first selection. And that selection is very timely. That selection is the famous Love in the Time of Cholera. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> I, mean, I guess ap- I'll ap- read it. Apropos. Let me, let me get on Amazon or apropos. I don't have shit else to do. What is it again? Love in the Time, Love in the time of Cholera by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Oh, okay. Let me open up my Kindle. I'm doing this in real time, y'all. I, I'm 
joining the book club in real time, just so you know, I'm not full of shit. Um, so in fairness, I have read this book before, but it was at least 10 years ago when, mm-hmm. you know, probably more than that, actually. It's got to be maybe 15 years ago, because I don't think I was married when I read it. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Huh. It is, when was this book published? I don't know. But it's, it's, it's an old book. Um, well, it takes place in the time of cholera, so... <laughs> It wasn't written in the time of cholera, though. <laughs> it was not written in the time of cholera. I'm just fucking around. It is, um, it's a love story. Um, I kind of feel like it's a little bit more of an obsession story. Hmm. But it is a love story spanning 50 years between Florentino Rarissa and Fermina Dasa, who meet as teenagers and fall in love but are kept apart by outside influences and come back together 50 years later due to, I guess you could say outside circumstances, inside but outside circumstances. And it kind of follows both of their lives during this time until they get back together and then follows it through when they get back together and all the different things that happen. And I guess if I can remember correctly, the cholera part of it kind of spans that whole time, I think. Mm. I think the cholera part of it spans the whole time. But the backdrop is they are in um, Colombia during the time of cholera, whenever the hell that was. Right. Um, and I feel like cholera is, for this story, cholera is a character because it kind of typifies how people were thinking, how people were living, what was important to people during that time, and how their lives had to go in particular directions due to cultural, social, um, econ- socioeconomic things. And finding out who they are, it says a lot about the way people think about romantic love and what that is based on what it actually takes to be in love and be married and be in a relationship for a long period of time. So it's a really, it's a good book. It's a semi-deep book if you really think about the theme. But I thought that it was, because obviously I heard the word corona and I'm like, oh, cholera, love in the time of cholera. (laughs) Love in the time of corona. (laughs) Love in the time of corona. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. But also, I was thinking about it in terms of facts. I went on and I looked up the cholera, cholera. You don't hear about cholera. Mm-mm. But it actually is still... No, it's still around. the pandemic. Yeah. In this time. Yeah, I mean, in, in any place where there's starvation, you still have cholera. Yeah. Yeah. And basically what cholera is, is an intestinal bacterial disease where there's... Um, you basically kind of die by dehydration because yeah. it's like you can't keep anything down. Even after you stop eating, your body is just still expelling everything yeah. that you have. And the sad part about it is the reason we don't hear about it is because it's basically a third world country thing where there's no clean water and no sewage yeah. Yeah. because that's where it comes from. It comes from contaminated water and the lack of sewage to get the waste out. And it's really... It's fixed by very simple things, clean drinking water, electrolytes, and antibiotics. Yeah. 
So it's nothing any of us in the developed world have to worry about, but people are still dying from cholera. No, I mean, I think in, I think in India, which is a, a, what I think they have a billion and a half mm-hmm. people, a, a million people a year die yeah. in India from, from cholera from, because yeah. the Ganges is, the river is so freaking cold. Oh polluted. my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. People just go out of the back yeah, they, door. Everything's and they in that river. The river. Yeah. They everything. do. They do everything. They drink out of it, and then they shit in it. Like it's just. Yeah. It's, the, it's just a mess. So. And it's just like when people complain about. I'm staying in the house. Like, <laughs> you were going to stay in the house anyway, and now someone's telling you you have to stay in the house, and now it's a now problem. it's a problem. Right. Your biggest concern is what am I going to binge watch on Netflix? Right. Like for real. For a lot of people, that's their biggest concern. Mm-hmm. Like for me. I've already been working remotely for three days a week for the last two years. Now it's, it's five. Nothing for them. To, now it's five. <laughs> we supposed to tell the offices. So it's nothing for me to do this. I'm very lucky that my job is able to, I'm able to do that. Mm-hmm. My biggest concern right now is how to keep my mother safe. And what the hell am I going to watch on Netflix next? Mm-hmm. When there are like people literally dying in the street and there's nothing anyone can do for them. So they just get walked over and people going right the least we can do is what people have asked us to do which is stay the fuck in the house stop touching your face and help the people who can't really help themselves that's it that's it that's all we have to do it's pretty simple yet here we are here the fuck we are people don't want to stay home people don't want to not take vacation people don't want to do the things they're supposed to do so it is quite I can't go on my vacation. Shut the Did fuck you, up. Just shut up. I know you saw the lady on Reddit who went off on Disney and demanded the Cinderella no. suite. So this woman... <laughs> so on Reddit, this lady... I don't know if this is fake or real, but it was basically... I wish you could see my face right now. I wish I could. I miss you. Um, basically, it's that am I the asshole... A Reddit forum and it was basically <laughs> saying like this woman's husband looks at her differently because of the way she spoke to a Disney rep because of um, Disney closing and everything and, and she he was like ma'am I can fully refund your vacation like you know and she was like no you need to make this right like you've ruined my child's uh, experience and you know, what are you going to do to make this better or righter? And she was like, I want the Cinderella suite and the Cinderella castle. And he was like, you can get your money. And she was like, I want free Disney plus for a year or for a lifetime. It was just, I don't know if it was made up or real, but just reading it. and, And then, you know, towards the end, she's like, my husband looked at, said he looked and saw me in a different light. And I was like, yeah, cause you're a fucking bitch. Like, (laughs) People are dying. No, well, it's, it's when you have had every pr- privilege. When Your you whole life. When you have access to every privilege, and then someone asks you to make a slight sacrifice, it feels like repression. Yep. It they feel like how dare you? How dare you? My grandparents died on a beach in Omaha, (laughs) on Omaha Beach in Normandy, Mm -hmm. so that I could get the Cinderella suite at Disney for my children. Don't take like, and the other thing about that too is that it's the recognition too of like it's also not being able to recognize. Hey, you know, like there's like thousands of people that are all in the exact same position that you're in right now. They all came down here. They're all not getting in. Yep. And like, why are you so fucking special? What makes like, you special? Shit happens. You know, get over it. 
Go home. Read a book. <laughs> Read Love in the Time of Cholera. Maybe you'll have a better appreciation. Love in the so so for those at home. Love in the Time of Cholera by by uh, Gabriel. What the hell? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? <laughs> by Gabriel. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Not to be confused with Manuel Frega. And it's actually, <laughs> you know what? I will not. Do not confuse. Please don't. Confuse. If you are on Kindle. Don't that. It's 40% off. I don't right know now. what kind of book you're going to get. No, no, don't do that. Don't do me. Although, Farah. although uh, Veronica was talking like, that, you know who's going to come up right now is these OnlyFans chicks. These 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 chicks are going to make some bread yeah, right now. Like, they're they're going to make stuck a lot of bread. <laughs> um, so, Love in the Time of Color is actually 40% off on Kindle. Oh. So, I got, I got my copy for $9. It is Wonderful. usually... And I don't even have a Kindle um, subscription because it's just one <laughs> of those Use your things. code SOSA to... No, right? We, we probably should contact <laughs> if Bezos. Only, if only. Um, to give us some money for this. But read along with us. I don't have anything else to do. So I will start reading about 2 a.m. <laughs> so, so what else is going on? Um, okay, so that was reading. So I'm kind of doing like reading, watching, listening. So we just did reading, loving the time of cholera, watching. So because I was in the house since November <laughs> with my mother with the surgery, there's a lot that I have watched. I think I watched Friends and The Office and Parks and Recreation all again during that time. That's a lot of episodes. Um, But right now, I'm watching what I like to call my comfort shows. So, The Golden Girls, which is on, I think that's on Hulu. It's your mac mac and cheese shows. (laughs) These are the shows that used to, because like they, after a certain time, like after they went off the air and they went into reruns. They would come on like 11, between 11 right. and 3, yep. like on Nick at Night. Yep. And those were the things where if I couldn't sleep, I'd be like, okay, the Golden Girls is on. So I watched the Golden Girls. Um, I found Who's the Boss on Amazon Prime. It has commercials with wow. Who's the Boss on there. It's like hard-pressed to find Who's the Boss. People act like that show just never existed. <laughs> but I loved Tony and Angela. It has commercials on Amazon Prime? Yes. I did oh, not know I that know until that I went looking for it. Interesting. So I think that might be a thing they're starting to do. And it's just that show so far. I haven't found anything else that has commercials. I don't know what that's about. Um, I already watched it before. And I actually watched it twice because my friend Kiki needed to watch it. But Love is Blind, if you've not seen Love is Blind. Oh, my God. Love is Blind is so good. I try to get my mom to watch it. You need to watch it. It's really, really good. I mean, there's spoilers out there now because everybody kind of knows. But Cameron and Lauren. way we got it. Oh, I fucking know. Cameron and Lauren. They're kind of embarrassing at this point, but it's fine. I have to, like, hold my head up for other interracial couples. Well, she has reinvigorated my um, side quest to develop an interracial relationship with a man. (laughs) Oh, really? reinvigorated that in me. Well, Cameron's hot. Cam's hot. He's a redhead. I'm into redheads. He's tall. Um, we've seen his balls more often than we've liked. Um, but that, 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 that's of no, that's of no consequence. <laughs> he is a man who is going to make sure that his woman is straight. Yeah. 
Like when they had that on the reunion, when he just pulled out that handkerchief, I was like, oh my God. He's always going to make sure Lauren's okay. Yeah. He's always going to, like the first thing he said there was, I'm going to take care of you. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. And he meant that camera. shit. Like he they've got, clearly meant it. they've got the house, like, they've got the dog, they've got the money, you know, like, and she's got her own shit going on. So it's, they're, they're doing fabulously. What else, what else is going on? Cause I could talk about love is blind all night. Well, I have had a request from um, one of our listeners uh, because of Love is Blind and because you and Wise are an interracial couple. I've had a request from one of my listeners to make your experience a topic or more in-depth about what y'all have gone through through that and just knowing, literally just knowing more about you and Wise. Really? That's the thing. Yes. Us? Yes. Y'all. I mean, because we, they love y'all. They we, love your banter. <laughs> we are pretty cute. Y'all are really cute. I think just because so, yeah. we've been together for so long, I just, I don't see it. But <laughs> So, so, so what exactly is the, what, what exactly is the request? The request? Yeah, there I is. just want y'all to talk about yourself and your relationship. That's Ooh. all. They love y'all. Okay. Well, we'll have to... <laughs> we'll have to discuss there's some, that. There's some... So that's a listener request. Okay. Okay. We'll consider um, it. So if y'all haven't watched Love is Blind, watch Love is Blind. Um, oh, I also watched the Hillary documentary on Hulu. Oh, God, you did. I did. How was it? It was actually interesting. Okay. Because it kind of gives you... Like, the biggest thing everyone's always said about her is like, well... She's really hard to get to know. I don't feel like I know her. She's been in the public eye for years, and I don't feel like I know her. She's really cold and calculating. She's unemotional, all these things. And it kind of goes back through how she started, like, in college, getting involved um, socially and politically. And when you look at it from that context, when you don't just start from when she became, you know, when Bill Clinton was elected president, you really do kind of see a different perspective on her in that way. Was this the one like that especially was, was this mm-hmm. the one that CNN did produced? Because I saw the Hulu original. I saw one that was really good about her. Um, I think it was CNN. I thought it was a, maybe. No, this one's on a, on Hulu. Okay, this is a new Hulu or Netflix. Hulu. Hulu. Okay, yeah. This one um, is really new. Um, I usually let it die down a little before I watch stuff like that because people always have their crazy opinions. So I just wait a couple weeks. It's just like Beyonce's homecoming. I just put it off. Uh, How did you put that off? I don't feel like I don't even know you. You do know me. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. But um, Hillary, is. it was really good because I was... Like, mm, what the hell do I need to know more about this bitch? I, I know her. But honestly, this behind the scenes, it, it's kind of strange because it's like, if you're a public figure, clearly there's a difference between the public you and the personal you. The same for everyone else. There's a difference between work you and at home you. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, when you think about how the media has always spoken about her and how people have, the ways in which people have criticized her, it's like, was she supposed to be like her home self when she was secretary of state? No. Is that something that she really wanted her to do? But that's like, that weird dynamic. The first lady, why, why would you want her to be really casual? But it's kind of like, I guess because people never really saw that side of her publicly, it was kind of lacking. 
And they felt like it was calculating and a guard up for her. It's no one's business, honestly. No, it's it's, really not. it's, It's, I have, like, if people heard, I used to have people complain about the way I would, like, Wise would call the store. And, you know, I would just be very, like, direct. And mm-hmm. I remember one of my coworkers was like, oh, my God, you talk to your husband like so me. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, I'm at, and I looked at him and I was like, I'm at work. Like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to be like? Oh, honey, boo-boo, schmoozy, boo-doo, like, no, please do this X, Y, and Z, and da-da-da-da. Now, when I get home, that is when I'm wife, and that is the role that I put on. But when you call me at work, I'm in work mode. And yeah. that is what I expect other people to keep doing so why is it different for, you know what no we know why it's different she's a woman she's mm-hmm. a woman in power and she's not fucking like who is a sarah huckabee like baking fucking pies and bringing them into the office like hillary wasn't about that life and so everyone you know she's so masculine she's this she's that she wears pantsuits like no that is her representative and she's representing the country and i i don't there's a lot of things i've I do disagree with, but that's just a part of being American. Um, but she still represented our country very well. She wasn't peeing on prostitutes in Russia. No, she was not. <laughs> and I didn't, I guess because I was so young at the time when that whole Monica Lewinsky scandal came out, I had no idea that in the 90s in America, it was still so chauvinistic, basically, and misogynistic the way people viewed women's responsibility for their relationships. It's like this man got his, you know, his dick sucked in the Oval Office. Yeah. And y'all are mad because she stayed with her husband for can, real? Can I can I say something? Sorry to say, one less dick suck she had to do. You know, if she could you know delegate what? out that task to... When it's late and you're tired, sometimes. Sometimes. You, wish, you, can you could just be it. like, hey, girl... Get in here. Like, tap in. Can you slob this one out real quick? Thanks. I, I just want to catch a nap real quick. <laughs> like, I'm exhausted. Could you, okay, like... I just wanted to say, for the record, I had left to go uh, go go put cabbage in the crock pot. <laughs> and, I, and I walk in, and that's the first thing I hear when I walk in. And like, okay. All right. I don't know where this has been. I'll find out when I edit it. You will need to edit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's... It's it's not to say anything's fair where where people nothing in life is fair, but it's just like it's disgruntling to watch, especially when men who aren't that smart get away with less. And, and that's the way people like address her at rallies. It's like the thing some of those people said they would never ever say to a man. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Are we really still here mm-hmm. in the 2000s? Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you still telling women to smile? We could do a whole episode on don't tell women to smile. Oh, yeah. Well, I always loved on Broad City when the guy was like, smile, and they put up the middle fingers and held the corners of their mouths together. Now, in the time of corona, we cannot do that. Um, <laughs> but just remember that there was a time where you would hold up both middle fingers to the corner of your mouth and force yourself to smile when a man told you to. Ooh, we're going to miss those days. As a matter of fact, somebody told me to smile when I was at Costco. He was so lucky I didn't really hear him until he passed me, and I just ignored him. That's not to turn around. That's why I wear earbuds a lot in public because I just don't want to get—I don't want to get it mixed up. 
But yeah, watch Hillary. It's very interesting. If you ever wanted to have, I feel like this is probably the most you're really going to get to know her ever because she she really is just a very simple woman. That's Seems. fine. So that was a good one. And then for some reason, I decided to watch a decent proposal the other night. <laughs> like one, why am I so pressed to watch this? I it came up and recommended. So I was like, fuck it, fine. I don't have anything else to watch. I can probably fall asleep to this. Whatever. <laughs> And now watching it again, because again, this is something that came out when I was pretty young, watching it now at 40, I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but it was risque back then. no idea. It was risque to certain people back then, (laughs) but, but come on. Like, even back then when that movie came out, I was the girlfriend I was with. I was like, shit. Like, we both looked at each other. We were like... <laughs> like, 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 I just even back then as a young man, I was like, I couldn't relate to the insecurity. Would be to be like some, um, um, I'm sorry, how much money? Yeah, no, you're gonna go do that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, no, I mean, you're down, right? Yeah, no, oh, uh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, you can go do that shit. But like Robert Redford's character just played them like fucking fiddles. Right. I'm like, gosh, he saw y'all coming from 50 miles away. Well, they're what they call a mark, right? I guess. I don't know. Decent. But I'm just like, why did you let her go sit up there and bet with him? For what? That's your wife. You don't do that. You don't piss your wife out for luck. You certainly don't pimp her out for a million dollars if you're going to be all bajiggity about it. After. I will not with you today, so Good God, I will not. I will not with you today. But that was a good hate watch, so that's a good one. Um, I think that is all I have on my list for things to watch. Oh, and I've, if, you, if you like BoJack Horseman, finish it on up. <laughs> because I think these are the last episodes they just dropped like a couple months ago. So finish that one up, too. Love BoJack Horseman. Is it because he's a talking horse? Is that what it is? He's an alcoholic talking horse, and it's just annoying. <laughs> it's just, it's too much. You, I don't have that big of a problem with the show. I think the show's fine. It's not, is it my, like, go-to, go-to show? No. I'm a Rick and Morty guy, but it's still a good show. I've never seen Rick and Morty. I can't say anything about Rick and Morty. Maybe I'll have to check Rick and Morty out. You're off the they show. They just look weird. We're putting me. you off the show. Let's start. <laughs> this is Sosa's last episode. It's been nice knowing you. Do you... I've just never seen. I've ne- I don't even know what it's about. They yeah, weird. just you should, you should definitely. You will like Rick okay, and Morty. I'll, I'll add As someone Morty who appreciates science, you'd like Rick and Morty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, so the last part, listening. As always, I love to listen to horrible decisions. Y'all never heard of horrible decisions. It is a really good podcast with Mandy B and Wheezy, and they talk about sex. That's all they talk about. Wait, Wheezy. These are two ladies who talk about their sexual exploits. And it's not just uh, vanilla shit, which is one of their segments on the podcast. It's called Vanilla Shit. But this is like, I won't say it's uncharted territory, but these are sexual conversations that most people don't talk about. Like, not even with their friends. Like, uh, Mandy's uh, nickname is Peg the Stallion because she likes pegging. If you don't know what pegging is, please go look it up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I have not listened to Peg No, no, the no, no. I I I you have listened to you have listened to some pretty raunchy 
Yeah, podcast, but it's been a while. I was just wondering if you if you had listened to this before. No. Um, but it's really it's quite entertaining, and they also have guests from time to time. Um, but it's very raunchy. It's very raw. But it's it's stuff that like you would talk about with your girlfriend or something, but you wouldn't really talk about it in mixed company because and here they are broadcasting it to the world. <laughs> well, like their podcast is extremely popular. Yeah. They're like in the number. In oh, the I'm sure all the time. Start talking about risque sex shit. You will accumulate listeners. Um, the other podcasts I really always listen to are Ratchet and Respectable by Demetria Lucas, who um, also known as Bell in Brooklyn. She wrote that book called The Bell in Brooklyn based on the blog that she had for many years. And then her other book is called Don't Waste Your Pretty. She has been on Good Morning, Good, Good Morning America as their relationship expert several times. So she has a very wide following, and she's really just com- have, using that podcast as her commentary on pop culture, news, social things, and it's it's just it's it's like having a talk with one of your girlfriends, a really good friend who's like, you know, kind of, did you hear about this? And did you hear about that? So it's, hmm. it's nice listening to if you're just kind of like cleaning up the house. It's not one of those things you have to like sit down and listen to because you might miss something. You can kind of have it on in the background. Um, and then my favorite, one of my favorites is always small doses that Amanda Seals does mm-hmm. because Amanda Seals is very outspoken as we know, and <laughs> she has a lot of interesting opinions. <laughs> I generally tend to agree with her. Sometimes I don't, but her subject matter, she always has side effects of X, Y, and Z. So I think. One of her ones that I really like was side effects of being an empath. I don't consider myself to be an empath, but I know people who do consider themselves to be empaths. So that was an interesting one. Um, but um, if you don't know who Amanda Silva is, she is now the newest host on The Real. She oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, She's been on The Real since January. Girl, I don't watch The Real anymore. Did she replace somebody? Uh, well, she took Tamar, Tamar's oh, okay. uh, seat that had been vacant for Two a very years. long time. Um, and then she has her own comedy special on HBO called I've Knowing. Lastly, I've been listening to Side Hustle Pro, which is a podcast about different profiling different people who have made very lucrative side hustles because life in the time of cholera, I feel like a side hustle is now extremely important. Especially for folks who have to be physically on site to do their job, having a side hustle right now for you, if you'd already had one set up, would be a really good way to kind of make ends meet between. So for prosperity later on, might be a good one to listen to. Yeah, because uh, they're going to need happens. some new ideas because I know Uber and Lyft are done for a while. Uh, yeah, for a moment. Yeah. So it really makes you kind of think about if you're going to do a side hustle, what can you do that doesn't require you necessarily to be public facing? Like yeah. what can you do that's completely virtual, but still very necessary? Yeah. So since I'm an administrative assistant, I'm thinking of starting up a uh, virtual assistant business on the side. Mm. If I didn't have the job that I had where I could work remotely, Oh, I'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be what? I, be <laughs> I love it. 
love it. So that's all I got. That that that's life in the time of cholera for Sosa and all. Well, Sosa, you are missed. As are all the nerds. I'm very grateful that you were able to call in. And that mama hasn't knocked on the door. She must have read that sign. She has been so good. I swear I'm going to have to give her a piece of chocolate. You know what? You're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You're an absolute dick. Um, I am looking forward to reading uh, Life in the Time of Cholera with you. I don't know if Wise will join us, but I won't be sharing my copy. So get your own. Um, I will say it can be kind of a slow read. So just give it some time. Give it some time. This is not going to be one of those things that you devour. In an afternoon. Well, it might be the way nobody's going to work these days. (laughs) (laughs) I got something she can devour in an afternoon. Let me let let us wrap this up. This concludes concludes This is why we can't have our own. This concludes the episode of Nerds in Quarantine. Um, Thank you for you can reach us at nerdsandluxury.com. Uh, tell your friends about us. Give us five star ratings if you're since you're going to be on the computers a lot and your devices a lot. Why not make the extra couple clicks? To, put, to give us something. Give us something to work with over here. And uh, we're going to be back pretty shortly. You know, normally we've been doing these episodes even when we were in full like season mode, like we we're turning out like one or maybe two a month. I mean, we're we're, we're, on, we're on fire right now. <laughs> Because what the fuck else are we doing? What else do? are we doing? So, so you better be ready. So, so thank you so, so, so much for calling us. And please. I'm so glad I got to call and I miss y'all. We miss and you I too. Doing the podcast. And, you know, I just, I just want to reiterate one more time. Wash your hands. Wash your damn hands. Stay the fuck in the house. Yes. yes. Dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, OG pimpliers, dopest flyers, 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 loud and hippos of flyers, dopest flyers, OG pimpus, the gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence We holy shoes to be self-evident